You are listening to the Plant-Based Superpower Mom Podcast, a podcast designed for moms seeking to incorporate all components of living a plant-based lifestyle, including food and far beyond. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plant-Based Superpower Mom Podcast. I am your host, Emily Wood, a registered dietitian helping moms create more energy, confidence, and connection through the power of holistic plant-based living. If you are looking for more support on making the switch, you can request to join my free Plant-Based Superpower Mom Facebook group by clicking the link in the podcast description. In today's episode, I spoke with Tatiana Amico a certified health coach, successful entrepreneur, influencer, speaker, podcaster, and business mentor. She specializes in helping women gain clarity on what it is they want in their lives, realize their potential, take action, and see massive results. She shares with us about how deciding to become vegan was the pivotal moment in her life that has led her to be the confident, empowered woman that she is today. She also shares with us her experience with raising a vegan family and undergoing three vegan pregnancies. We end with her sharing her passion and belief that every woman is deserving and capable of going after more and living a life they deserve and desire. Just as a disclaimer, there is some mild profanity in this episode due to the passionate nature of our conversation. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's episode. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast because not only are you a vegan mom, but you're a very passionate and successful entrepreneur as well. And Mm -hmm. I really can't wait to talk more about that during the second half of this episode. Um, and And I like to, when I talk about a lifestyle switch and switching to the plant-based lifestyle or a vegan lifestyle is that it's so much more beyond the food. And I'm really excited about this conversation, as I mentioned, because you do incorporate so many other components of just being a woman and breaking past those societal pressures and stigmas of being a mom and a woman that that are out there um, and really, really just living a more fulfilling life for yourself. Uh, in, in all areas. So this is going to be yeah. great. Super excited. Yeah, I'm excited. And I mean, honestly, and I know we'll talk about this, but I really, I was thinking about it while I was exercising this morning and about what we were going to talk about. And literally everything all comes back to the decision to go vegan. Like that was such a like pivotal moment in my life because it it opened up so many doors for me and I, 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 I became woke, like woke, right? And it, it has really led me on the path to where I am now. So I can, that is like the one place that I can say, I, I don't want to say necessarily started it all, but it was just a massive, massive moment in my life that, that led to everything else, which is so cool and so mind-blowing. And why I love, why I love sharing, why I love sharing about it. Yeah. And I I feel the same way. That's kind of where it all started for me too. When I decided to transition to uh, a more, I I say plant-based vegan, I know the terms are used interchangeably, but whatever you want to call it, 
that for me too was a very pivotal moment and just really opened my eyes and opened the doors to so much more opportunity that I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I wanted to start a little bit before we jump into, um, you know, more of the entrepreneur kind of confidence and and strengthening all, all of that and being a woman, I wanted to jump in and talk a little bit about why you decided to become vegan and how long it's been since you made this change. So if I really, really, really think back, I mean, let's be real. I truly believe in my heart, every single human is born loving animals. Um, You know, and I remember going to the zoo and as a little girl and thinking like, am I allowed to swear on here? No, yeah, that's, that's not what I was thinking. Fine. That's not what I was thinking at the zoo. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> um, I remember thinking, and I'm sure I did not use the F word, but I, like now when I think back, like what, there is something really fucking wrong here. Like this is not okay. This is weird, you know, weird in a bad way. Like this is not okay type of feelings when I would see all the animals like cooped up. Like I could sense it. That's why I know how friggin' powerful I was back then. But where then comes into play those societal beliefs, the societal norms, the generational norms, this, you know, all of this stuff, the cultural, you know, this like cultural BS, I hear it all the time, like, oh, but that's what we do. And I'm not going to break the culture. And it's like, come on, (laughs) like, can we, can we, can we become, you know, more awake and more and, and, and take ownership and actually, you know, do something here. And yeah, so I remember that when I was a little girl and even with meat and stuff, you know, I have a very strong, I I remember thinking, or I was at a family um, dinner or something. And I remember, you know, being said, oh, you're having venison. And I was like, well, what is that? And then when they told me it was deer, like I almost lost, I like I lost it and I refused to eat it. Yet I was still also eating hamburgers and all of this stuff because it was just what you did, right? Like that's what was put on you, but always having this feeling inside of me, like this is not okay. And finally, it's like when I moved out and I had to cook for myself, (laughs) like going to the grocery store and going into the meat section and then buying it and bringing it home and cooking it and just being so disgusted and thinking, what am I doing here, right? And that was the moment where I, 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 I actually stopped eating meat. And I, and I do want to point this out that it was years in the making, like it was years of um, just becoming awake and then saying, okay, I'm going to stop eating cow. And then I was like, I'm going to stop eating pig. And then I was, I'm going to stop eating chickens and turkeys. And then I'm going to stop eating fish and shrimp. Like I actually remember going to, out to dinner with a friend who was vegan and I, or, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, ve-, you know, I'm vegetarian, I'm vegan. And then I ordered something with shrimp. She's like, um, <laughs> but I, I didn't know. Right. So that's another thing. Like we need to recognize that in others that there's, there's different levels of like learning. Right. So that was another moment for me. And then, you know, once you make a decision to do this, you go down the rabbit hole of like Google and Facebook and stuff. <laughs> and then I, I came across the story of this, of dairy, the dairy industry and this mother cow. And I lo- like, I lost it. 
And I was like, never again will I ever eat dairy or egg or anything. So again, just a lot of learning what really happens and making that decision. And, and, I, and I also want to say this is that everything that I'm saying right now is not just about being vegan. It's about anything in your life. So making a decision that I am not going to be that person anymore that allows any of that to happen, at least, at least in my life, right? And, and who I'm going to be instead and what I'm going to do instead and what I'm going to choose every single day instead. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the story. No, that's great. That was awesome. And a lot of people, I mean, when you make this shift, even though it's a growing trend, I mean, we're definitely pushing against the norm. And you have to be, like you said, you have to make a decision and stick with it and know this is right for you. And, and it definitely is a learning curve. I come across a lot of people that they're like, tell me exactly how to get started, exactly how to make this change. And they want to make this change overnight or within a week. And, and I don't really believe in that. I, I think it is definitely a learning curve and it's okay to go at your own pace. And that's, and that's, you know, some people do shift overnight, they say, but I don't know if that's really the best way to do it. You know, growing into your belief, growing into your passion and learning along the way, I think is, is the best way to make it stick. Yeah. So like for me, I say I decided overnight. I decide it wasn't overnight. I decided in literally a minute, like not even that's how, that's just how I roll. Right. I, I truly believe in you decide within seconds and then you start to take the actions that reflect that decision. Mm -hmm. So there were still moments where I would eat something and be like, oh man, like, does that have dairy in it? You know, because I was learning. It took me a while to learn. It did not happen overnight. Um, Something else I say, I did this all on my own. Uh, Get help. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, it, it just, get help. Like that ended up, that turned me into then maybe like doing grocery stores and becoming a health coach and all of this because I realized like, man, if I would have just gotten help, it would have, I would have moved forward faster. I love this quote that is like, you know, you could either fly to Hawaii or you can swim to Hawaii. Like what is going to get you there faster and easier with less amount of stress and less this and less that and just make it a more wonderful experience. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely does not happen overnight, but I, I do. I mean, I will own this. The decision happens in seconds and that is with anything, anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I could go on and on about the decision-making stuff. We'll have to jump on another episode together and do yeah. like a whole nother one about that yeah. uh, because you're, you're so right. Um, so I want to get in a little bit about, I know that you are a mom and have you been raising your children vegan since birth? Yeah. Since conception. <laughs> I, I say like Mateo, Mateo's actually off from school right now. He's staring at me right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you, you know, you think I'm so cool, right? Yeah. Um, he, I actually went vegan mm, like really soon, like maybe like a f- couple weeks before he was conceived. Um, that was interesting. It was also right before Thanksgiving. So can you like, seriously imagine, please take a moment and imagine that. Um, so, you know, I'm pregnant and I go vegan and like, it is like bullets coming at me from people. It it was crazy, right? All of a sudden everyone knows everything about nutrition and like people that aren't doctors think that you're 
literally like killing your baby. Um, And again, it was me that I made the decision and I owned it and nothing was going to get in the way of that. And honestly, part of me, I'm, I'm very like taught like a tough woman. And I'm like, dude, I'll show you like, just wait. And I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So then, yeah, my second completely same thing. And now my third, I'm pregnant with my third and yeah. So all from conception. And they're all very healthy. I take it. Of course. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. He's sick right now, but who doesn't, who doesn't get that? Actually his immune system is like, he's, he's kicking booty right now. So I'm very proud of that. But yeah, I mean, he is, they, I mean, they all are. And that's another thing is, again, there's just so many myths and so many, all of this stuff. And, and a part of me was a little nervous because our society is so focused on this is the way to eat. And it's like, well, I learned a better way. I learned a better way. And now I can show them that. So, and they're not perfect, you guys. And I, I think this is, this goes along with like kids in general, like not at all perfect, but you know, we're doing what we can. I'm teaching. I'm showing. I'm showing. It's more than teaching. It's showing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so all, all is good. Yeah, definitely. You have to set the example. I, I say that all the time. Your kids, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to see and you're, you're teaching them about this lifestyle and just ent- just entering a space of more compassion and more love. And I've, I've really found that with this transition. I've been plant-based vegan about two and a half years. So not as long as you have, but the changes along the way have really been incredible. Just all around, we're just such a healthier, happier family. And I I just wouldn't have it any other way. And I need to add this. It's not, we're not, it's not like junk, junk food, vegan. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like we still, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent like completely whole food plant-based. Like there was a time where I went through that phase. Um, I've laxed a bit, but so when we're talking about the health point and like why our immune systems are so good, it's because I'm not fueling mine or their bodies with processed crap Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's where the magic is too. It's not just like, oh, you go vegan, but I see people go vegan and they're eating French fries and Oreos and like joking about it. And then they're also saying how shitty they feel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's why. So there's a, there's that whole other aspect to it. And also deciding, well, how, how do I want to feel? A lot of, when I went vegan, I definitely, definitely, definitely did it. Um, my initial one was for like ethics, mm-hmm. but then I started learning about the health side of like the more plant-based. So like watching forks over knives and all of that. And I was like, I was hooked, right? Like I, because I want optimal health. I want to live the way that I deserve to live in my healthy body because I don't ever want to go back to how I used to feel. Like I felt like shit. <laughs> it's actually very interesting because if I do eat something, you know, that does like I'm not used to I feel it within like minutes like the fatigue the lack of energy all of this and I'm like oh my gosh I used to feel like that all the time all the time and didn't even know it so I I needed to throw that in there because there's a huge difference between you know eating a healthy the healthy way versus like oh I'm just gonna go buy all the boxed vegan stuff you know 
Yeah, no, thank you for mentioning that. I'm like, if you want to do that, cool. You do that. You do that, boo. But like, that's not going to create all of this like healthy stuff. (laughs) Right. And I think with being a mom, I mean, there is some compromise. I mean, yeah, 100%. 100% all the time. (laughs) To me, it's just not practical. And I Mm -hmm. will admit, you know, my, my kids, they'll have, they'll have the, the alternative meats, you know, the hot dogs, the chicken nuggets, they'll have that stuff, but I'm, I'm okay with that because they, because they eat lots of vegetables, they eat lots of fruit, um, they eat a lot of that stuff. So to me, it, it's a very healthy compromise. And I'm okay I, with that. I'm yeah, with that. it's so funny. <laughs> I was just talking to my husband about this. Like, I remember when Mateo was little, little, and I, I was really getting hardcore into like health and, and whole foods and stuff. And the things that I would make, like everything was literally from scratch and whole food. And, um, I just, I got, I I ended up becoming okay with, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that he, Mateo would not eat a lot of it. (laughs) And I remember feeling like so heartbroken because I was like, (laughs) I ate so well with you during my pregnancy. Like people would be like, oh, if you eat veggies and stuff, they're going to want it. And I'm like, now I just want to be like, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like, I mean, they do to an extent, right? But I think we need to, we need to be, you know, also share that side of it. Like, please don't feel like you're a failure if, if your kid is not like, think, like for me, it was like, I'm a health coach and my kid is wanting French fries over this. Like I could have sat there and felt like a complete failure, but I just, I totally was like, dude, the majority of what, you know, they're eating is good. So, you know, giving yourself that, that okayness, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and going back to about setting the example is that I'm finding I'm continuing, you know, doing my own thing, eating a lot of whole foods, eating very healthy, and it's been taking some time, but I've been finding that my kids are eating a little more of Mm -hmm. different types of vegetables and a little more of this and more stuff that they were pretty resistant to maybe about six months or even more ago. So, and they're doing it because they're watching me. It's not all of a sudden they have this taste for zucchini. (laughs) Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, totally. Like they see you eating. I mean, my three, I see it in my three-year-old all the time. Like I'll be eating, she won't want it. Like if I say, do you want this? She'll say no. But when she sees me eating it, I actually get annoyed because I'm like, yo, you're eating all my food. Like yesterday I was having my green smoothie. She's like, can I have your smoothie? Went and got a straw and was like sucking it down. So I know, I I know that now. So that's kind of a little tactic that I use. Like, oh, you don't want that? But now, you know, here, I'm going to eat it so that you'll take it. Hey, if it works. (laughs) And I also, I wanted to say something else about the kids. My son, uh, he shares like what he's eating in school. And I had a mom, I had one of his friend's moms like text me and, and say, yeah, so his, my son is like, I want to be vegan, like Mateo, <laughs> like Aww. it's funny, right? So it, you know, they're, I'm so big into this idea of a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. It's such a big thing. And when we show up and show what is possible, for our family, but also for the world. Like that was actually something that I really wanted to show was how cool it is. Like that was literally what a thought in my head. Cause I feel like a lot of people say vegan and think it's like some, like you're like in, you know, living in like a, a, I don't know, in like 
I don't know how to explain that. I don't want to like create any like. Well, there's definitely a stigma behind the term. Stigma. That's the word. That's the word. So I was like, you know, and I saw you had to be like this. And when I say hippie, like that idea that comes into most people's heads, right? right? And like I, I'm eating like sticks and rab- it's like rabbit food and all of this. And I made, again, that decision that I was going to show the truth, right? And I was going to show that you could be like this really cool chick and, you know, raise a really awesome family and do all this cool stuff and eat really cool food. I love sharing like all the cool food. And when I go out to restaurants, like sharing the food that they make and, you know, just showing that there's this other side of it and it's not what is in most people's heads. Yeah. And I know you did that with, I know you were mentioning to me before we hopped on the episode, you're in a little bit of a transition with your business, but prior you were helping, I mean, hundreds of women through health coaching and and showing them how eating, nourishing your body in the right ways can just make you feel like a whole nother person. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, that was huge for me is showing what is possible Mm -hmm. when when you really are, are nourishing your body. And, but more when you realize that your body is so incredible that I call it my temple, right? And that it deserves the best, the best. It deserves the best. And, you know, again, owning that. And that's what I, I think about every day. Like that's when I choose something over something else because my body's a freaking temple especially now that I'm creating a human being that my body is creating a human being like it blows my mind when I think about it like I'm gonna take care of her she deserves that right and yeah let's be real like I want to prevent disease like I don't I see all these people suffering and all of this stuff happening I was just getting my I had to go for that glucose test and it's the worst. <laughs> and, I know, right? And the lady taking my blood was like, I'm just, I'm seeing so many kids coming in here having to, having to get blood work. And I'm like, fuck, like we have work to do, right? Mm-hmm. And every single time that I show up, that you show up, that anyone listening here shows up and shows that you can decide and make changes and choose this over that, like that is going to help. Again, that ripple effect, that is going to help I mean, we have, we, we have some work to do. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So I, so what I've noticed too, I feel like I live in a bubble and I, and I didn't, I didn't realize this, but I'm, I'm literally surrounded by people that think like me, that want to grow as human beings, that want to learn, that want to be their best, that want to realize when they're, um, you know, when when they're not and they want to up level and do all this stuff, like I make sure to surround myself with those people because I need that. Mm -hmm. But then like sometimes something will happen when I'm out in like the real world. I'm like, Oh man, the problem is, is that there are just so many people that don't know, which also blows my mind because with so much information, literally at our fingertips, literally pick up your phone, you can have more information within seconds than people back in, I don't know, like the 70s, the 80s, like didn't have for months and years, you know? So one, we have no excuse for not learning this stuff, but I also have to remember that some people just don't. And again, where that I'm so, you know, I'm so big on sharing. 
-hmm. because you never know who is going to see that and how their life is going to be affected and then how then they will be able to affect others lives you know so it's it's a really cool thing but yeah like i know i i i'm pretty sure you're probably kind of in the same kind of bubble that i'm in right now so like for me it was just remembering like oh i need to share this you know i need to share all of this stuff because there are people that need to know and um i think there's also i was always sometimes afraid to because People, people can get defensive and get pissed, but I have learned that that's just them getting triggered and it's okay to trigger people mm-hmm. because something is going on in their brain and we can only pray and hope that then, you know, even if it doesn't happen in the moment, like maybe a couple of days later, weeks, years, whatever, they're like, oh, I remember that, you know, and, yep, and decide to change. So I always, I have to tell myself that like all the time so that I can continue to share everything that I do. Right. Because if you're not impacting them today, like you said, you could impact them, you know, four months from now, a year from now, usually people do circle back around. They just have to dwell on it on their own time. Yeah. (laughs) I've had so many people that have literally like on social media defriended me or blocked me or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like however long later they show up again. (laughs) because I triggered them and then they were like might have had some sort of you know whatever happened in their life and then they're like oh she was yeah right 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 I knew what she was talking about yeah so tell us a little about a little bit about your new direction in your business yeah so um I was very 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 into health and like fitness and stuff which here's the deal I, I I still am like that will always be a part of my life. It's actually part of my identity, right? Like that's who I am. I take care of myself. I am very big into moms putting themselves first. And that doesn't mean that you're selfish or an asshole. That means that because you're taking care of yourself, you're better able to take care of others, which is probably one of the most selfless things that you can do. So I was very big into that. But as I started getting into it, I'm like, hmm, this I could tell you to eat all the freaking kale and all the green smoothies and all the lentils, but if you're not working on the deep stuff, the mindset stuff, like you are not going to go far. So I really started getting into, into that mindset piece and any of my health and fitness groups were really highly focused on mindset. I still have one going on that I have my, that I do put my health clients in and it's, I mean, it's mindset. We're like, yeah, you get the you get the nutrition information and you get the workouts, but I'm not here to give you recipes. I'm get I'm here to help you like flip the script in your brain to believing in yourself and doing it so that you continue to do it for the rest of your life and grow, right? And then um it turned also turned into mom's going after more. Like that's one of my hashtag tags is mom after more and realizing that, you know, we are women and we are put on this earth, all of us, even if you're not a mom, we are put on this earth to do something. We are all put on this earth for something bigger and better. And I am here to help people see that and go after it. And one of the main things that has really like just completely changed my life is starting my business and, and making my own freaking money because I, 
when I uh, actually got laid off about a week after I found I was pregnant with Mateo, which is like, I could go on and on about that story. I think it's in my book, actually, by the way, so you can read about it. But, um, you know, I, I decided while I was staying, while I was off from work, it's like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not working for anyone else. But when I was home with him, like, again, like those feelings of I am here for more. I love being a mom most of the time. <laughs> um, but there's, I know that I just know, like, you know, it, you feel it in your soul. Like you feel that calling and a lot of people are just going to push it down and push it down. And for me, I truly believe that's where a lot of anxiety and stress and depression comes when you're pushing down what your soul is telling you to do. And I decided to listen and start a business and, um, and my life, I would not be who I am if I had not done that. Cause you just become someone you never even knew was possible when you do that. So, um, now my book is, I, I decided to write a book in, uh, when did I decide to do it? August. Right. And I freaking became a bestseller by January. So if you want to do something and you decide you do it, but that was for, to really help moms see what is possible for them. And if they wanted to start something on how to get going with that and um, a lot of mindset work involved in that. Right. Um, but now what I'm doing is really helping the woman that is ready to like really take it a step up, like step the F up in her life and her business. So maybe you already have something going on and you're like, I need to take this higher. I need to reach more people. I need to make more of an impact and I need to make some more money. Mm -hmm. So, and like really reaching your, your, the people that you are here to touch and help. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm really excited about it because I've been holding back from doing that for far too damn long, but yeah, writing my book just took me to this whole nother level that is just crazy. It's crazy. Crazy awesome. Yeah. So what is the name of your book? It's Contribute. And I think I'm changing the subtitle. So I'm not even going to say it right now because it's it's, I'm getting picked up by a publisher. Okay. Um, but Contribute. And it's on Amazon, but you can just, I listen, I have it for free that I'm just giving as a PDF to people. And it's that you just go to tatianaamico.com slash free book. Even I, I do want to say this because in every single story and anything that is shared, even though it may not be exactly what you're thinking you need or want or whatever, there's always lessons and there's always some sort of like guidance in it for you. And maybe you are like, I don't even want to freaking start a book or start a book. I don't even want to start a business. So why would I even read it? There is so much more in that. Even just reading about my stories and what I've done, other people, what they've done, other people, what they've thought, like their struggles and their fears and everything else. And then how to overcome all of that. Like that's where the magic really lies. And that could be with anything in your life, like anything. Mm -hmm. So I needed to throw that out there because it's something really important to think about in general, in general. Yeah. I'm like so glad you mentioned that. Go ahead. Yeah. Like don't see things in black and white. I was at, so I was at uh, Tony Robbins date with destiny, which just was another holy shit event in my life. And he would say like, he would get people up and would coach them. And he's like, 
Now, this has nothing at all to do with you guys, right? And like, you know, being completely facetious, like, Mm -hmm. even though her story is not your story, please, please, please take note of what is happening here and the ahas that, you know, she or he is having and how that can affect you in your life and, you know, what you can do. And it's like, once you start thinking that way, you're going to see lessons in everything and you're going to be able to grow through everything which is just so freaking cool like so cool so yeah and that's why I really wanted to have you on this podcast too because it is so much more than just one improving one area of Mm -hmm. your life Mm -hmm. it's improving so many of all of the areas of your life and, and just putting it all together in a way that best fits to where you want to go so it's not just about changing your diet or it's not just about doing a meditation every morning or it's, yeah. it's not, I mean, it's so much more than that and so much beyond that. And that's where I really wanted to gear this podcast too is yes, it's called the plant-based superpower mom podcast, but I'm not just going to talk about plant-based eating over and over and over again. It right. just goes so much more beyond that. And what you're saying is even though there's a mom listening who maybe has no interest in starting a business, what you're saying is something she can apply, as you mentioned, to other areas of her life that maybe she's trying to expand or improve upon or grow in. So that's yeah, like, super cool. Yeah, like even deciding, like I, I'm settling in this area. It could be in anything, right? Or mm-hmm. I'm people pleasing or I, I need to set up boundaries. Like it's all these lessons that are going to like just help you become happy because that's what we ultimately want in life, right? We want to be happy. And I also want to say that this is a never ending. Like it wasn't like one day, Oh, I'm going to change up how I'm eating. And I'm done. Like, no, like the amount of growth that I have had in the past, I could say seven, you know, seven years since I decided that I was going to start making some changes. I never knew that by again, deciding to go like plant-based or vegan or whatever, that it would lead to who I am today. Like it's, it's mind blowing. And I'm excited every single day. Like, I feel a lot of people would get all like nerved up and be like, oh my God, but I thought that there was like this end point. Like, hell no. And I get so excited that I'm going to learn something new today. You know what? I'm actually going to struggle today and I'm going to learn something from that struggle. Like, this is how I think now because not thinking that way, I was in this like, I, I can't stand the word anxiety because it gives me anxiety, but I'm going to use it because I know everyone else out there is using it. Yeah. And like, I would feel like this anxiety and this overwhelm. And it's like, I don't want to freaking feel like that anymore. So, you know, all this work has helped me so much. And also knowing that everyone is in a different, in a different part of their, I guess their, their story, but their book. Um, I was chatting with a friend today who's going through some stuff and, we were talking, I'm like, well, you're at a moment right now where she, she just had it. She has like, it's, I don't know, two month old. I'm like, you're at a point right now where you need to rest. Like you don't, you literally need to rest. You don't need to worry about anything else. You don't need to do anything else. Cause I know our brains can start coming in and saying like, Oh my God, you're a horrible mom because you're not doing this and you're not doing that. Or you're lazy or all this other crap that starts coming in that our brain tells us. And I was like, no, you're in a moment where you need to rest. Then I have another friend who's in this like moment of 
massive learning. Like she needs, she's learning. She's soaking up so much information. And then I'm in this moment of like massive expansion, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, I can't even explain it. It's just what's happening. So we're all in these different areas of our lives and just owning it, owning it. Right. And, and just, yeah. It's so yeah. funny. I, I just, I've had this smile on my face the whole time you've been talking because when you said anxiety and overwhelm, it didn't even sound like you talking because you never focus on those negative feelings Mm-mm. at all. And it's just, I'm like, wow, was that Tatiana that just said those words? It, it, yeah, because <laughs> I'm seeing it coming up all of a sudden for a lot of people. And I, yeah, I refuse to live in those states. I like, again, it's a decision. And I, I see so much. I could, oh, I could go on. I don't know if you want me to. I see yeah. so much enabling, enabling with to mothers like, oh, but honey, this and like, oh, it's anxiety and it's okay to be. And it's like, no, decide that you're not going to live like that. And when you make that decision and you say, I want to live in this state instead your brain literally will work for you and will like look for ways to help you get to that better state. But words are so powerful. So that is why I will not use those words. And again, when, when I see others using it, I all of a sudden I can feel the heaviness in my chest when others are using it. And that just shows the power of words of language of things like that. So that's another like tip for you is, for your listen, for you and for your listener, whoever, like, think of who, how you want to feel. Think of the woman that you want to be and act accordingly. Right. And you might not have the answers. You might not have the answers, but when you know how you want to feel, the answers are going to start coming as long as you are open and you're awake to them, as long as you're awake to them. So Right. And when you're feeling a way and then you're saying it verbally, you're also yeah. telling yourself you're feeling that way. And then you're just attracting all this negative energy on top of it. And, and it is, and I do believe because I do a lot of mindset work. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent where I, where I want to be. And once I get to where I want to be, I'm going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's definitely just learning and, and learning yeah. how to, you know, like you said, you make the decision and you stick yeah. with the decision, but then actually taking action and always shifting your mind in a different direction, in the direction you want it to go and the way you want to feel. I mean, that does take practice. Oh, a hundred percent. That's why I said like, this has been seven years of me getting to this point to where I am now. So yeah, let's drive that point home. Like this is not going to happen overnight. This is, this is work. And and, and not thinking of work in like this, like yucky, you know, I feel like whenever we hear the word work, it's like, oh my God. And like, it's like creeps us out, but no, like be excited about it. I had to flip my mindset to, I'm so excited for what I'm going to be learning. Again, I'm so excited for the struggles and things that are, are going to come up for me because I know that I'm going to learn and grow from them, you know, every day. So flipping it to that and knowing like knowing and having so much faith and trust and belief, and again, this comes over time, that even though shitty situations are happening for you, um, again, my friend today, I was just chatting with her and she's going through a rough stage. And I was stage, and I was like, girl, you are going to be this force, like this massive force for others, for yourself, but then for others 
to show what is possible, to show what we can do when we, you know, make this decision to learn from what we're going through and share it. Right. So yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. That's it's all great. about just getting really freaking empowered as a woman and, you know, not slipping into the victim. What was me stuff that I, I'm seeing way, way, way too much of. Um, feminine energy is something I'm learning about. And that is pow- like, we are so powerful women. Like, just wait, just wait. Like so much is coming. Um, but we need to start owning our feminine energy and like the good sides of it. So there, if you go, like, if you Google feminine energy, you'll actually see some really cool, uh, pictures that show the the positive feminine and then like the negative feminine, the negative is like that victim-y like, oh, and, and manipulative and all of that. But the positive one is like, oh my gosh, like your mind will be blown. It's the coolest thing. We are so powerful. It's so cool. <laughs> and it's great that you're here and opening all our eyes to this because, yeah. you know, it goes back to when we were talking about eating right um, or setting the example is, is some of us, a lot of us just don't know that this kind of stuff is out there for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And so we need people, you know, like you and, and other passionate entrepreneurs to open the, open our eyes and, and let, you know, let us know this stuff is out there for you. It is all possible. Oh my God. It's amazing. Like again, every single day I'm learning something new, but it's because I, it's like, I feel like I've said the word decide on here 18,000 times, but it's because I decided that I would, that I would open myself up to all this quote unquote, like weird woo woo shit because it's been life changing. I mean, my, another friend is like teaching me this stuff about human design. Now it's like blowing my mind, like all of this stuff, but it makes me happy. Like it makes yeah. me a happy human being. And then my happiness is again, it, it has this ripple effect. I smile at people. I make people's days brighter. I share empowering, uplifting things on social media versus negativity. There's so much negativity out there. That's another tip. Unfollow negative shit. Like unfollow it. Don't second guess it. Like unfollow people that are negative. Um, you know, I'm looking right now at something I have on my wall that says, be the light. Like that is what I'm here to do. Be the light. Right. And even, even when I'm struggling, I mean, I just shared this like massive post the other day where I just let it all out. Like, even when I struggle, I share how I'm working through that struggle, you know, because I want to be the light for others to see what is possible. Right. And, and, even if you have this, like you're saying you're in a great place right now, which clearly you are by our conversation and, and you're so inspirational in what you're sharing with everyone. Um, but you know, you're still a person and you're going to have your challenges and you're going to have your struggles. I mean, that's never going to go away, but it's how you look at it, how you deal with the situation and how you learn and grow from it. Um, that's really going to define who you are as a person and, and really how you're going to feel. Yeah. I mean, if you're in my brain right now, you would see that there's still doubt and fear coming up. Mm-hmm. Like literally I've had so much doubt and fear already all this, what it's 1044 right now, like this whole morning leading up to this. Um, I've just learned to recognize it and like work through it mm-hmm. because if I don't, I'm going to stay stuck and I don't want to be stuck. And, and I'm glad, I'm glad that you're saying that because actually I wanted to, the last question I did want to ask you 
and I think this relates to this, is that if there is a mom, a woman listening to this, and they're feeling like they're being held back by their fear or their doubt, I mean, what is your advice for really just pushing through that? So there's a couple parts to this. One is recognizing it and being okay with it and knowing that every single human being on this planet, even Oprah and Beyonce, go through that. They have that. We have it every day. Like it's, 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 if you want to get like scientific, it's literally in our brain. Like that's what, that's just what happened. Like from the caveman days, like you had to be scared for your life. Right. And that has turned into keeping us safe, keeping us comfortable. So that's when the fear and the doubt will come in that will hold us back from doing anything. So First of all, awareness, being conscious of it is huge, 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 huge. Write it out. And then, you know, whatever that's blocking you from doing, um, well, why is it that you want to do whatever it is that you want to do, right? Like, so for me, let's just use my book as an example, because that was freaking scary. Like I was telling myself things like, you're not even like a good writer, you who's going to want to read your book you're not like the comparison started coming in like it was crazy right um you're never going to be like all of these really mean things that i started telling myself but i had to again recognize it and flip it and also think of my vi- like my reason why and my vision and what i'm here to do because i knew that so no like really get clear again i talk about this in my book i'm totally dropping because it's all in there. Um, you know, really figuring that out, figuring that out, no matter what it is. So if you want to, if you want to go vegan, like, why is that? Why? But like deep reason why not just like, Oh, cause I want to save the animals. Like, but why? Right. Or cause I want to be healthier, but why? Like and taking that like five layers deep. So then remembering that, like, that's what I'm here to do. And, and then the other part for me is that identity. Like Tatiana fucking Amiko, like my alter ego, she doesn't put up with that. Like she goes after it. She does it. She works through it. She's gonna do it. Right. And always remembering that, that big, again, that big reason why some people call it a goal. Um, for me, it's more of a vision, you know, that that's what I'm going for and how I want to feel is a big part of it too. I don't want to feel scared and frustrated and, you know, feeling like a piece of poop all the time. Like, I don't want to feel like that, right? I want to feel empowered and confident and all these like really cool things. So that's kind of, that's how my brain is working right now. Don't we all want to feel that way? (laughs) (laughs) It's an amazing place. I mean, it's an amazing place to be. It's an amazing freaking place to be. So if you are not there yet, know that I was not for when did I start? So I was like 30 when I had Mateo, 30, almost 30 years, because like, let's remember when we're little, we are this way. We are this way. We are confident. We are empowered. We have dreams. We don't let fear get in our way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then society and all this stuff comes in. So like for such a long time, I didn't know any of this. This stuff needs to be taught in high school and college. Like that's a whole nother rant. Um, But you know, damn, I feel so good. And I want this for other women. And that's, again, what I'm here to do. So I remember that. I remember, like, I want this for other women because, like, imagine what that does for the next generations. So 
Ooh, yeah, I just felt like the something get all up in it. <laughs> <laughs> it all tingly inside. <laughs> well, we definitely have to have you on the podcast again. I feel like I can talk to you for like another two hours. This was so amazing. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time and sharing all of that with us. Um, I'm sure you help so many women just by being on the podcast today and sharing all of that. Yay, I'm so happy. Yeah. So if you want to find out more about Tatiana Amico, be sure to read her full bio and check out all the links that will be in the episode description. And definitely be sure to check out her book. And where can we find your book again, Tatiana? Uh, TatianaAmico.com slash free book. Or I mean, it's on Amazon. Print will be coming out. I mean, I don't know when this is coming out. But I also want to say like, um, Instagram, like my Instagram stories, I'm always sharing so much great info, like on my social media, I'm showing up pretty much every day to, you know, really share some good stuff. So you have some good things flowing on your, in your brain throughout the day. Yeah. Daily reminders is great. And those links will also be in the episode description. So make sure to check those out and get a daily dose of Tatiana's inspiration and motivation. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, thank you for, again, for being on the podcast and thank you everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. If you are liking the plant-based superpower mom podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button and share with your friends and family.